WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. On Monday, no Illinoisans died due to COVID-19. It's the first time no deaths were reported since March of last year. The state of Illinois made the announcement yesterday afternoon as new cases continue to fall nationwide. At its peak in December, Illinois was averaging 170 deaths per day due to COVID-19. Thanks in part to over 70% of adult Illinoisans getting at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine, hospitalizations due to serious cases of COVID-19 have plummeted. Champaign County reports 44 active cases of COVID-19, and only four of those are currently hospitalized. However, vaccinating the remaining Illinois population remains a challenge, as young adults make up the largest percentage of unvaccinated Americans. Of the over 21,000 cases of COVID-19 ever reported in Champaign County, 20 to 30-year-olds make up over 6,200, nearly 30%. To get your free vaccination, visit the Vaccine Finder at www.vaccines.gov. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed legislation yesterday to expand Medicaid benefits and improve health care across the state. The bill makes changes to the current Medicaid system, allowing for the expansion of the program and the addition of new Medicaid-adjacent services provided by the Illinois Department of Health and Family Services. Changes include continued Medicaid eligibility through the COVID-19 pandemic and up to 12 months after the state public health emergency declaration expires. Medicaid coverage of whole health programs, an expansion of mental health services, an expansion of the HFS's Medicaid enrollment system, the addition of veteran support specialists, coverage of kidney transplant medications regardless of residency status, individual and group programs for those looking to overcome tobacco addiction, and more. The bill went into effect immediately. In response to the chemical fire in Morris, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has issued a disaster proclamation for Grundy County in order to support the local agencies dealing with the aftermath. A disaster proclamation allows the state government to gather resources more quickly and helps the Illinois Emergency Management Agency get additional resources to help the county in question. The fire had been burning since last Tuesday when a plant containing 180,000 pounds of lithium batteries caught fire. Since lithium releases a toxic vapor when it burns, residents within a mile of the facility were evacuated. Firefighters used 28 tons of cement to put out the burning lithium, as using water or firefighting foam would have caused it to explode due to lithium's chemical properties. Officials report that as of Thursday, there is no active burning at the plant, and on Friday, residents were allowed to return home. In response to the fire, the Illinois Environmental Protection Agency has asked the Attorney General to take legal action against the owner of the lithium battery company. In the aftermath of the recent Miami building collapse, Hurricane Elsa will make its way through Florida today. It went through the Gulf of Mexico yesterday and will bring heavy rain, strong winds, and isolated tornadoes to the state today. Rain and winds began in South Florida yesterday, with wind gusts up to 75 miles per hour. A tropical storm warning had been placed on portions of the Florida Keys, Marco Island, Naples, and Sanibel Island. Elsa escalated to a Category 1 hurricane yesterday before making landfall. 
Southeast Georgia, the coasts of the Carolinas, and southeast Virginia will experience Elsa's effects late today and into Thursday night. The storm is expected to make its way to New England by Friday. The storm is not expected to hit Champaign, however, isolated thunderstorms will reportedly take place throughout central Illinois today and through the weekend. Illinois sophomore center Kofi Coburn announced his withdrawal from the NBA draft yesterday and will remain in the transfer portal with a return to Illinois for a third season still a possibility. This decision comes soon after the NCAA's approval for college athletes to receive compensation for using their name, image, and likeness rights, giving him an earning potential at Illinois that could rival his estimated earnings after going pro. Coburn helped lead the Illini to a Big Ten tournament title and a number one seed in the NCAA tournament last season, but is currently considering transferring to Kentucky as a serious option. Former Illinois assistant coaches Orlando Antigua and Chin Coleman could be a major factor in this decision after the two left Illinois for Kentucky at the end of the last season. Antigua was one of the main reasons Coburn decided to play at Illinois after being recruited by him for his first year, making it possible that he could do the same at Kentucky. Coburn entered the NCAA transfer portal on July 1st, which was the last day to do so in order to remain eligible for the upcoming season. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Emily Crawford, Owen Henderson, Tara Mobasher, and Mac Dudley. Our interim regional editor is Tori Gelman, our interim political editor is Owen Henderson, and our sports editor is Jackson Janes. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and I'm your news director. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. <laughs>